The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not. But afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered, the first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you. Tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him. But tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. It's a great joy to be with you all this weekend. My name's Father Sean Kilcally, and I'm I serve as the Family Life Office Director in Lincoln and live at St. John the Apostle Church in Lincoln. And uh, this week I got the like, frantic phone call from Father Vandewall. So we'll keep him in prayers for his quick recovery. Today, our, our Lord uses this parable to instruct the priests, the chief priests and the elders of the people, and, and, uh, and it's really a fascinating parable, I think, as, uh, as he describes this dynamic, and this man goes to his first son, and he says, go out and work in the vineyard today, and the son just simply says, I will not. I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to do that. And I was thinking about, like, how many people in my life can I just kind of be like, ah, I don't really feel like doing that today. Or how many of us, when we say that to our own parents, or would have said that to our own parents, ah, I don't really feel like that today. We'd get away with that. And it reminded me of uh, a dear friend who I was walking with this person and his wife, and, and they had a teenage boy living with them and kind of in a foster care situation and um and he calls me up one day and, and he just says father i don't know what i'm going to do with this kid you know my wife went to him earlier today and asked him to go cut the grass we don't really ask him to do much and she asked him to go cut the grass and he was like uh no i don't really feel like doing that and, and there was a lot of kind of anger there And I just encouraged him, you know, to try to work it out. And I'll pray for you. And, 
And my friend was very patient with this boy. He was very patient with him. Didn't make any rash judgments. Things kind of turned around. He turned around. And grew into a young man that is doing amazing things with his life now. And the patience of this father figure in his life was so important for that. And our Lord points out, you know, the second son says immediately, yes, I'm going to, yes, I'll go. Yes, sir. But he doesn't actually follow through. And his point to the chief priests and the elders of the people is that they're much like that second son who doesn't follow through. And they should follow the example of the first son who decided to change his mind. And he says to them, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of heaven before you, which must have been so offensive to them. And I imagine the chief priests and the elders being people who are constantly preaching against tax collectors and prostitutes and those people and all those bad people. And our Lord basically says to them, all those people that you preach against are going entering into the kingdom of heaven before you because you failed to repent. And even after seeing their conversion, you failed to change your mind. You failed to change your mind. And it's really an invitation from our Lord for them to change their mind. An invitation from our Lord for them to change their mind. And the really good news in this week's gospel is that our Lord is very patient with us. And our Lord is inviting us to change our minds. Because so often we can be like that second son. And we can make grandiose statements and we can say, I'm going to change my life. I'm never going to do this again. How many times have we ever gone to confession and said to ourselves, I'm never going to do this again. And then a couple weeks later, we're back with the same thing. A couple weeks later, we're back with the same thing. But our Lord's inviting us to change. Our mind, which means having a conversion of mind and a conversion of heart. The other really good piece, the other piece of really good news is, is that our Lord is patient with us. as he waits for us. And the Gospels are filled with stories of people who have conversions in their life. And some of them have conversions early in their life, and some of them have conversions right at the end of their life. 
like the good thief whose heart is converted at the moment of his death. And our Lord says to him, today, you will be with me in paradise. And so really, the simplest way of looking at what we're called to is is we're called to change our mind. We're called to continually be converted. We're, We're called to continually grow in the life of grace. And when we think about how do I do that, How do I change my heart? How do I change my mind? How do I change my thinking? I think that first son also gives us an example. And so does the teenager that I was talking about earlier. And that change of heart starts with deciding to be brutally honest. And especially to be honest with our Lord in our prayer. To be honest with our Lord about where our heart is right now. To be able to say to our Lord, Lord, I have zero patience with my family right now. Or to be able to say to our Lord, Lord, I really just don't feel like praying today. Or to be able to say to our Lord, I don't really feel like going to Mass today. And just being really honest with him about where we're at. That's what the first son does. He's really honest. I want you to go out and work in the vineyard. I'm not going to do that. Because that honesty is what establishes relationship. And relationship can exist where there's no honesty. There can be no intimacy without honesty. And it's the relationship that changes us. And oftentimes in my own experience, when I say to our Lord, Lord, I really don't feel like saying my prayers today. Inevitably, he moves my heart and changes my mind, and I go and I do it. It starts with that honesty and finishes in conversion. That's what happened in today's gospel. That's what happened with the story that I told. That's what happens in all of our hearts. And our Lord's patience means that it's never too late to change our hearts. It's never too late to reach out to that estranged family member. It's never too late to offer forgiveness for a past hurt. It's never too late to do the right thing. 
It's never too late to surrender everything to our Lord Jesus Christ. And so today let us pray that that as we recognize our Lord's patience with us, that each of us is able to begin again with him in whatever way we need to. That we be more honest with him in our prayer life. And allow him to change our minds. That we may live and experience the life of grace and love and mercy that he came to proclaim to us. And that we also may extend that same patience, grace, love, mercy. Within our families our workplaces, and our communities. 